Hello, all you beautiful people. This is Optimistically Depressed, and I am your host, Ruth McMullen. Thank you for joining me. I hope all of you are doing well. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not doing that great. Things have kind of snuck up on me, and I'm finding it increasingly difficult to accomplish even simple tasks. Um, I'm having to talk myself through pretty much everything so like I'll be making porridge for the kids and I'm thinking okay Ruth it's okay just put one cup of water in the pot and wait for it to boil that's all you have to do right now just do that and it's okay and then I'm talking myself through each step of making the porridge and it's tiring I'm very tired and I'm finding them going back to bed and then getting back out of bed is very difficult. It's, um, I mean, I have the kids home, so I, you know, they provide a reason for me to get out of bed. Um, one that's pretty difficult to not acknowledge. <laughs> so I guess in a way like, and so that would be a good thing. It gets me out of bed. It does eventually get me back out of bed. Um, I think I need to get my medication adjusted because this has been this has been gradually getting worse and it it always sneaks up on you it always sneaks up on you until finally you're like oh this isn't good this is really not good so that's where i'm at um i thought that maybe this week would be a bit more difficult just because it was the it, my uh the anniversary of my grandmother's death was yesterday um surprisingly yesterday wasn't too bad though but i did have kind of a more relaxing day. Um, I don't know. Uh, I do know. I do know. I know that I have to get my medication adjusted. That's what's going to have to happen because this has been going on for weeks. So we need to take care of this. That's what's going on for me. Um, I did actually get together for lunch with Angela, though, yesterday, and it was really, really nice. We had fish and chips. Angela is my sponsor, and I love her. Um, she has, uh, she makes simple ritual skincare and, um, it's just a great product. Check it out. Simplerituals.ca. And, um, let me think here. See, another one of the things that kind of comes along with this, like not doing so great is my, my memory is not great. I didn't even remember to write a list of what I'm wanting to talk about. That's how, that's how this goes. So please bear with me. But, um, you know, one of the things, though, that does help me out, though, is that if you can subscribe to this podcast, that would be really great. It helps. Um, it helps me basically know how many listeners I have, and it makes it so that it's more uh, easy for optimistically depressed to be found on, uh, on you know, listening platforms. So... Please subscribe, rate, review, all of those really, really help me out. And if you want to be on Optimistically Depressed, I do, I love hearing your stories. So you can send me an email at optimisticallydepressed86 at gmail.com, or you can send me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Optimistically Depressed, or you can go to my website optimisticallydepressed.com and contact me through that. So, um, or, you know, you can contact me on Facebook, Twitter, 
all those things work. So um, I would love to hear from you and we can we can adjust it or come up with a time to get together and get to know each other a bit. And then, yeah, you can come on the podcast because I love hearing your story. So I got to um, interview Graham last week and he makes me happy. He is a sweetheart. Uh, so we talked a bit about like some, you know, we talked a bit about everything. It kind of just was a natural conversation. And, uh, he's like, he's just like one of those like really kind and understanding people. And you just, you feel like very safe when you're talking with them, you know, like it's just a really great conversation that we had. Um, I've known him for a little while now through the Halifax social network and he's just, yeah, he's, he's a little sweetie. What can I say? I love Graham. So, um, I think that you're going to like this podcast. I think you're going to like this, uh, interview that I have with him. So I'll, uh, I'll let you have a listen then. Enjoy. I love all of you. Here is Graham. You gonna have more wine? Probably after that? not. Where I'm driving. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm driving and it's Wait. terrible out. I was like, well, <laughs> kind of dangerous, you know. <laughs> kind of dangerous yeah. to be it drink all and rainy. Drive. And rainy day. I mean, it could be a new game, you know. No, just kidding. Don't do that. I don't. I don't support that. <laughs> uh, mm. It's funny. I was actually thinking about that earlier. Like, um, have you ever had an interest in like playing some form of a game that's in a controlled circumstance where you just get like and you can't hurt anybody you're on like a closed track but just get absolutely blitzed and see if you can drive a car just to see just what, to have you ever had that thought or no I oh have. no i've yeah. totally had that thought yeah, yeah like you're, you're not you're, alone. you're in like a controlled circumstance <laughs> yeah, where they can like totally stop fine. the car or something else yeah. you're not gonna hurt anybody no one will be hurt but just yeah. see just, just see. how bad you are when you try and do it yeah yeah, yeah. i've definitely tried that or well no not tried I've definitely tried it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. One. I've I've wondered it. about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You it probably is. don't want that on the podcast, or do you? Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> Comedic relief, you know. No, I don't know. It is All right. What it cool. Is. If it goes in, it goes in. If it goes in, it goes yeah. in. You're okay with that? Absolutely. Cool. Mm. Okay. Hi, Graham. Hello, Liz. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. As good. I said, nervous, but. But we'll you're get through really it. good. Yeah. We're maintaining really good eye contact right now. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, it's a staring contest. It's now. a staring contest. An hour long except staring for I blinked. <laughs> An hour yeah. long staring contest. <laughs> Let's see if we can maintain <laughs> eye contact for the entire yeah. hour. That's going to be tricky. Just have to stare. It is hard. It, because it is hard. I find that when I'm thinking, mm. I usually look off to the side. I do at times as well. But at times, I've also had people say that they're kind of like, I keep like eye contact with people. Like some people are comfortable with it and they're like, wow, you keep really good eye contact. And other people are like, stop. <laughs> why are you looking at me? Why, why are you staring at me? Can so you much? see something within like, my I'm soul? Just, I'm just interested. Just interested. 
I know what you mean. I get the same thing from people because Mm. I like to look into the eyes when I'm talking. Absolutely. And they get some people. Yeah, Mm. they just totally they get freaked out. Totally get, and then you just kind of like to make them feel comfortable. You just start like looking around, like oh yeah, side, and it's just like very obvious that you're trying to do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you're doing a deep stare into their eyes, and then you deeply stare at an object that's next to them, just so that they don't feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah, but it doesn't freak me out, so... We're set, then. Go nuts. It's it's just a game now to see who can keep better eye contact. Yep. (laughs) I am staring right into your soul, though. I can see the thoughts in your brain. I can. I can see... Well, I'm I'm not quite that talented, but... (laughs) (laughs) You'll get there, my friend. Eventually. I can be your sensei. Ooh, that's exciting. I've always wanted to be a sensei. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you can say. Just so I can say. Yeah, so I can hear somebody else Mm -hmm. say to me, yes, sensei. Yeah, put on your own, like, just personal resume for yourself. Yes. Just be like, I'm this. I am this. I'm a sensei. I am a sensei. Epic. Yeah. It's going to feel great. (laughs) I already feel so much better now. Tangents. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. It is Mm. awesome. Yeah. So how do we start? Oh, you just dive right in. Tell me your deepest, darkest secret right now. Secret God. Anxiety doesn't let you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, but that would probably be one of the biggest ones for me is um, over time coming to realize that I am anxious and kind of for the longest time, I guess I said, I kept telling myself, I was like, no, I'm not anxious. I'm not like what I had in the stereotype in my head, like what everybody has of like your typical anxious kid, whoever it may be that just kind of the socially anxious person, I guess, that can't really talk to people, Mm kind of freaks out about little things. So for the longest time... um, I didn't acknowledge it. And I was just, I would tell myself, it's like, that's not me. That's, I don't, I don't show any of those symptoms until, uh, probably two or three years ago now. Um, after, after my first full year of university, I started kind of realizing and get like not full panic attacks, but like sitting in like lecture and having to be like, okay, I need, I need to leave now. I can't, I can't focus the short breathing and everything else. And then, that's when I kind of fully realized that, yeah, I have this. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's a thing. I definitely have anxiety. And okay. um, it was finding the different ways for me to go and deal with it. and Or not deal, but cope with it and manage it, I guess, on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And actually consciously think about it all the time. Yeah. As opposed to just... Like, oh, I don't know what that feeling is. Let's just, let's brush that off and just keep going on and then just kind of let it build up over time. That is, that statement right there mm, was so insightful. Yeah. Mm. (coughs) Uh, That was so good. Okay, I'm sorry. We can go back to it in a second. I'll let you finish your thought. That's mostly it, I guess, is just kind of when I fully made that realization that like this is something that I need to deal with. And I do have it because for the longest time, I think I kind of tried to avoid labeling it as anxiety or whatever it may be to not take that um, significance away from the people who like have really bad cases of anxiety because right. where it's like, I don't know, I guess a lot in a lot of people's minds, it's like, unless you're severely anxious or like severely depressed or whatever it may be like, could be worse. You know what I mean? Like there's not really that gravity to it right? for a lot of people. Yeah. So I guess for the longest time, I just didn't want to take that away from them by labeling myself that. 
because I really dislike when people, I guess the com- most common one that I can think of is OCD, where yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, this is my OCD acting up. This is my OCD acting up. And, you know, they don't actually have that. They're just kind of like grabbing onto that just to because they can and it's there. So yeah. I don't like when people kind of, I guess, take advantage of it in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely felt the same. Like I was mm. afraid of being one of those people that was just that was abusing the 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 sickness, like Absolutely. like taking something that's actually serious mm. and applying it to my not serious situation, mm-hmm. just to get the sympathy. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. And then I realized that it was actually a lot more serious than I thought. <laughs> yeah, what you do? Absolutely. <laughs> Once you start thinking about it, and you become more conscious about it, because before. Before, I'd say two or three years ago, I, I don't know that it's necessarily gotten worse over the last two or three years, or I've just become more conscious about it, and it's that I think about it more often, and like, ooh, how am I feeling right now? Or how is this making me feel? Like when I talked about coming on here and we had first talked about it, I was like, this makes me anxious, so I feel like I should do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was awesome. Because it's just like your first reaction, especially in my case with anxiety, is like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But pretty much every time that happens and I do it, it's a good choice. That's, and I really enjoy doing it. That's awesome. But it's incredibly hard to get yourself to retrain your brain. Or not even so much retrain, I guess, question it. When your initial mm-hmm. thought is just like, boom, no. I don't want to do that. Let's go back and think like, well, maybe I actually do. And maybe I'll get something good out of this. Mm. But I'm still not there yet. And that's mm. that's a big work in progress for sure. Right. And that's much easier said than done for sure. Mm. Mm. I, um, I have so much respect for the fact that you have realized this so early on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know, like compared, Mm. like compared to me anyway, like it took me a long time to be like, Mm. Oh, I shouldn't. First of all, to go back to the thing that Mm. you said about what's that feeling? Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to have anything to do with that. So you push it off to the side. Mm. That was something that I did a lot more than I even realized because it was such a gut reaction, Mm. like to all of those negative, Mm -hmm. what, what I would call negative feelings. Yeah. And so I would just, I would just want to ignore them. And then that's when they get worse. Like, and then that's when they start coming out in other ways Mm. and it makes you behave in, in ways that you are later embarrassed about Mm. because you're just ignoring feelings when you have them. Mm. I, and that like that, I I don't know. I didn't start realizing that until Mm. like just a few years ago. Yeah, absolutely. And I was listening to another podcast and one thing that, it's one of the few times, well, that's not true, but one of the times that I've been like truly rocked by something that somebody said on a podcast was one of the hosts said, um, listen, uh, listen to your body whisper so you don't have to hear it scream. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you, you listen to the little things building up as you go along and try and deal with them as they're coming along and coming to a head as opposed to just like I I had used to when I was still getting mild panic attacks and everything else, just kind of shoving it down, shoving it down, shoving it down. You can only do that for so long before it just comes out in the open. 
Yes. Yes. And you don't you don't have a choice. It's coming out whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> the monster's coming out. The monster's yeah. coming out. Doesn't matter if you're in the appropriate mm. situation for that or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, sheesh, I've had that happen. Everybody has. Oh, Everybody's been there and everybody's done that. I certainly hope so. <laughs> oh, they have. They, oh, have. they have. Anybody who says they hasn't is lying. <laughs> haven't, hasn't, haven't. Anyways. Whatever. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> One of those. Yeah. One of those will do. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So then when did you, like, how long ago did you start having panic attacks? Like, when did that start? I guess that would have been in my either second semester of university, so three and a half years ago. Three and a half years ago. It would have been. Okay. um, Basically just sitting in lecture and just not able to think. You get um, the feeling like there's weight on your chest. Like, you just can't. You, no matter how deep you're trying to breathe, you just can't get a full breath, even though you know you are. Yeah. And your brain's just racing a million miles a minute and you get like clammy hands and you just, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's hard to deal with. So when you're sitting in class and it's a combination of you're sitting there with all your other friends and you're just like getting up to leave in the middle of class and they're like, well, where the hell are you going? And you're like, I don't know. I just, I have to go anywhere but here. Yeah. And Luckily enough, going through SMU, what I would usually do is I would just ditch and go to Point Pleasant Park. <laughs> ah. If it was nice out, I would just walk and go straight down there. That okay. was immediately where I went because that's been, outdoors has been a huge part of what's helped me through that. Because I guess when I first started realizing that I had it, I used to go for drives all the time because that's relaxing for me. A lot of people don't find that the same way. They're like, what? Driving is relaxing? What do you mean? I get so worked up. Like, no, quite the opposite for me, actually. I find it incredibly relaxing. Even city um, driving? Like, at times, it... yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. At times. Like, not not bumper-to-bumper traffic. Bumper-to-bumper right. traffic. It's just not fun. Right. But if it's not super busy around, yeah, definitely. I'll just go for a lap around places if I'm killing time and need to calm down a bit. Because anxiety. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Um, I used to drive down to a place or down by Peggy's Cove, the Swiss Air Memorial, and I would just sit there for really? a long time and just think, watch the ocean, because that was the one place where the anxiety was kind of under control for a little while, like that clarity came back and I could actually think without my mind zipping around from place to place to place to place. Yeah. And you could just kind of focus on one thought and kind of work your way through that focus so, on one thought and yeah, work your way through it yeah i like that mm, as opposed to all the other times when it's just every time you think you get going on another thought your brain snaps to something else yes mm. oh my goodness i feel like that's parenthood <laughs> <laughs> i can only imagine that it is yeah, it gets, yeah. i'm it's still hard. oh my goodness like mm. to go on a slight tangent um, <laughs> I love tangents. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, but it kind of, but mm. also slightly, slightly mm. related, but, um, I find that I've been doing so much work on trying to be like, uh, just trying to pay attention to how I'm feeling and allowing it to happen mm-hmm. because that's what helps me sort through. Like, I think that's pretty, uh, pretty normal for anyone. Like yeah. if you're paying attention to how you're feeling and just allowing the feel like riding the wave, yeah. then you, then it really helps you kind of get your head in the right place and then you can be really productive again. You can turn your mood around. It's really effective. Mm. It's just, 
Absolutely. And I find that like I've been doing so much work on trying to do that. And then Mm. when I'm in the middle of chaos, which is like when all of this is supposed to like all these practices are supposed to like be the most useful I am, it's just, it all goes to crap. Oh, like absolutely. I'm and, the same way. Oh my gosh. And like, and it's like, I got three kids, right? So, yeah. and like when they're all yelling yeah, there's, and it's all, they're all wanting mm. something from me and I'm trying to do one thing. Mm. It's like my head explodes. As it would, that's just unfair. That's an unfair, like, <laughs> you just set yourself up for failure in that that's, side. That's well, great. Like, either failure, but failure is a good thing too, though, because it really lets you test the boundary. But at the same time, that's kind of like the ultimate test, having three kids screaming at you all wanting different <laughs> things, <laughs> trying to pull you in each direction. Yeah, and sometimes actually physically pulling on me. Oh, I believe it. And pull, <laughs> pulling on, one's got your back, each another, another one has your arm, and they're trying to pull all of you in their in, own direction. Yes, <clears throat> yes. Mm. It happened to me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe the, it. Yeah. <laughs> I was taking the boys out. It was just with two of the kids. Mm. No, it happened with all three of the kids. Yeah. That was, yeah, I was taking, I was trying to take the boys up to uh, bed, like get them ready mm. for bed. They were both clinging to each legs. And then as I was walking past my daughter, she grabbed onto my torso. And it was <laughs> just like, ah! What do I do now? Yeah. It's like mm. some kind of it's torture happening. technique. Oh, but, absolutely. Right. And mm. it, you know, and then you're just trying to keep your cool and like, and then assess the situation, see what needs to be addressed first, mm. see what you need to just do. Sometimes you have mm. to ignore it all and be like, no, I'm doing this. Absolutely. And mm. it feels like I fail, I fail 98% of the time. <laughs> like it seems mm. that way. I don't yeah. know. Sometimes it depends on, I guess, the mindset that I'm into. Yeah. Fair enough. But, but I also feel like a lot of people most people in the little things like that that they're trying to do they fail 99% of the time as well <laughs> cuz so i'm not doing so bad no not at all <laughs> working Work. working forward yeah um but no that's a hard thing cuz i have the same thing where like you try and be compassionate and like when you see somebody out in the middle of nowhere like out in a mall or something and they're just getting really angry like trying to question like what has brought them to the point of being that angry? Because mm. it's not it's not the last item being sold out at a store that is making them lose their mind at a cashier. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not that's that's not where the anger is coming from. So <clears throat> trying to think that way and question that. But then when I go and say in the previous summers when I've been working, like I was working outside in labor jobs, it's really hot. Mm. All of that thought process is just out the brain, out the window. I'm just like, nope, you're an asshole. I'm done with this. I don't have time for this. But then other times I'm like, oh, like what's, how are you doing? Like what, what got you to this point? But then, so you work so hard other times and then other times you just like, nope, not today. (laughs) Not today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Mm. my goodness. And it's just so funny. Like it's. It's funny because I've always viewed life as like this linear path, you know, like mm. where I just, I go up, you know, mm-hmm. there's improvement yeah. and then that's it. But mm. like, of course it doesn't work that no, way. No, absolutely not. It's so, it's mm. the sphere. Yeah. And you're kind of mm-hmm. just end up at any point on it. Mm-hmm. And which way's up anymore? I don't even know. Yeah. And 
Absolutely, because I'm seeing the same thing right now in particular. Well, over the last few months. So in the first semester, I was in school, full course load, studying all the time. And when I'm really busy and I can make like lists or goals that I need to do for the day, I find that that's a way that I can really keep my anxiety kind of at bay. Okay. And so I was really, right now I'm out on a work term, just working Monday to Friday, um, eight to five, just a typical job. And it's less time to put in than when I'm in school. Cause when I'm in school, you're in class all day and then you go home and you study most of the night being in engineering. Right. And, um, so I was like, okay, awesome. Next semester, like in the um, fall, I was like, yeah, winter, it's going to be awesome. Not going to be, going to be stress-free. Anxiety is going to be at bay. Little do I know that's not the case in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> Brain just had a little trick on me and it was like, nope, not today. <laughs> um, so now that I'm out at work and I find myself um, a lot of the time not having necessarily enough to do at work. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of having a lot of time where I'm just sitting there pretty bored, not really doing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Like then your brain just starts firing and then you get into a loophole of thinking and then the anxiety starts and then more thinking happens and more anxiety happens and yeah you just get into this nasty loop where it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it's just like the snowball effect and you don't know how to get it back under control so it was where like last semester where I thought like everything was going pretty well I was doing yoga a lot like had it fairly under control and could manage it a lot and then this semester came along that I thought was going to be much easier a lot less anxiety and everything else and nope (laughs) not the case in the slightest (laughs) and that's so like so much more common than it should be yeah when you're absolutely you know oh and it's just it's so funny because like i wonder if it's it's it it has to do with your head feeling like it's like you let go a little bit you give Mm. yourself a little bit of slack give yourself a little bit of slack and then your brain turns around and slaps you in the face absolutely 100 percent. it's just like no not you did that wrong sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm going to have to torture you now (laughs) yes exactly torture you and everything you think about (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally Literally. Mm. i know cruel it is it's a mean thing it's a mean thing Mm. like the older I get, the more I realize that it's just, there are like these answers that I thought I had are not applicable anymore. No, it's always changing. It's always changing. And sometimes like days like today, today, Mm. I don't know, I'm, I'm in a bit of a frustrated mood today. I'm just kind of like, some of that's just not good enough. It's just (laughs) not good enough. And, uh, so days like today, I'm like, that's just stupid and wrong. But then other days, most days I'm like, oh, what a relief. I don't mm. have to, I don't have to have it figured out. And yeah. It's all okay. Mm. But sometimes I just want to have an answer. You know, that'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Sometimes it would be very nice to have an answer. Like yeah. the, the switch to just turn off the anxiety or for the people that could just flick off their depression or whatever else it may be. Yes. It's just like, no, not today. <laughs> but <Yeah>. but <laughs> unfortunately... The days that you work the hardest for it not to be here, the days that it comes out the most. Yes. Absolutely. Like, what is that? I don't know. That's don't a hard know. thing to deal with, for it sure. It's a hard thing to deal with. Mm. And it's like, I was listening to this podcast today by Jordan Peterson. Okay. Um, p- some people don't mm. like him because apparently he's sexist. 
Okay. I haven't heard anything that sounded sexist, but maybe I just haven't heard the right stuff. Anyway. Fair. That aside, mm-hmm. I you know, I mean, like, mm. there could be some things that I might not agree with. However, it doesn't mean he doesn't make excellent points sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. Like, there's some things that you're like, hmm, wow, that's questionable. Brush that off. But then there's other things that are really insightful and may help. Yes. It may be that one thing that changes your day, it changes, whatever it may be. Exactly. And that's more than enough for me. Me yeah. too. Mm. If I'm looking, like, as a side note, if mm. I'm going to spend my time looking for a person who's, quote, right in everything Good luck. before I can listen to them, mm. I'm going to be a very stupid person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. anyway... Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just saying, like, he was kind of approaching depression in a, well, I believe he's a psychologist, a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I mm-hmm. don't know which one. But um, he was just saying, like, okay, you have depression. We don't know what the cause of this is yet. We don't know if it's circumstances or if it's a chemical imbalance in your brain. Mm-hmm. But either way, if you have access to medication that could potentially help you feel better so that Mm -hmm. you can see clearer and deal with the issues that might be the root cause of your actual depression. And then maybe you can go off medication again later. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you go on medication? And I found that so encouraging because I'm on Mm -hmm. medication and sometimes Mm -hmm. I can feel so discouraged about it because it's like, I'm just broken. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely not. Because I feel like so many people have it that, may have been like me and they don't have it to an extreme. So they're like, well, no, that's, that's not me. That's, that's not what I have. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, it's not like you're either on the bus or you're not <laughs> like there's, there's no in between. Like you're either like fully depressed, we'll call it, or you're not at all. Mm. Whereas like there could be things somewhere in the middle, a combination of things that could help you deal with however severe your anxiety or depression or whatever it may be Mm. like some combination of it because not for everybody medication might not be the issue or the solution i should say Mm. but for a lot of people it can at least help right yes so why not try why not give it a try yeah and i mean like medication has helped me so much but it's not the only solution Mm -hmm. because like i'm I'm on medication now. Yeah. And I still need to exercise every day. I mm-hmm. need to like I have to get up really early so that I can have time to, to like do. just do like read, journal. Yeah. Have like the things my, that keep it. Oh, that keep it at bay. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And then mm. like and I like I'm starting to think about, you know, how maybe diet can play into mm. this. And then I just have bad days, which everybody mm-hmm. just has bad days, but then I'll have like stretches Absolutely. of weeks still where I feel like mm. I'm so low and I'm yeah. like, yeah. like, come on, this isn't uh-huh. supposed to happen anymore. I'm on medication. Yeah. <laughs> but then I just kind of think, well, how mm-hmm. much worse it would be if I was not on medication. Yeah. Like, so it's definitely, it's one of the steps to helping me. Oh, absolutely. And I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the people that <clears throat> say, like, I guess one of the three routes you can do is where you just do it, like, purely deal with it, purely, like, exercise and diet and everything else. Or mm-hmm. you go purely, like, the naturopathic way. Or you mm-hmm. go purely, like, medication way. Mm. 
if you have three roots, why not pick different things from all of them and hope that you get the best route? <laughs> like, right? Why? Why not? <laughs> that's yes. If that's everything's so out brilliant. in front of you, why not try? Why not? And just take everything yeah, that's available to you to help yeah, you out. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of some people that only stick to one route, like they absolutely won't go the like medication way, and some people just don't see or immediately feel the benefit of the exercise i guess right yeah because that's one thing that i've been lucky enough all along is i really latched on to like the the yoga and the exercising the whole time and that's kind of my way of dealing with it or going out and going for hikes so i've been lucky enough to really latch on to those like really healthy ways Mm -hmm. well i don't want to say that because i don't want to make it sound like the other ways are unhealthy per se right i don't think that you're giving that impression yeah okay cool okay Awesome. <laughs> Just don't want to like discount other people and how they're dealing with it as well. Yeah. Um, but I guess it would be the other ways that aren't healthy, like say whether it's just going out and drinking all the time or right. partying for any reason. Yeah. Or, well, for no reason, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for any reason out yeah. there. Hey, it's Tuesday. It's party Tuesday. Yeah, Who's let's in? do it. Let's go. party on a Tuesday. Yeah. 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 So as opposed to dealing with it that kind of way, I've really latched on to the physical exercise yeah. side of it. Things are healthy for your body. Yeah. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That's been my way. But even over the last couple of years, I'm starting to... I don't know that I'm fully... And for some reason, it's a step for me to go to the medication route myself. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it's just the societal norms, I guess. I don't, I don't know if that's just kind of like how I've been wired to think that that's kind of like a step to take. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm not... I'm not fully there yet, but it's definitely starting to like, hmm, maybe that would help. Because like, what would it be like if I just didn't feel anxious even for a week? I don't know. Yeah. How nice would that be? Yeah. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, go ahead. No. Well, I I was just going to say like, I Mm. like I am, and I don't think I've been very secretive about this, Mm. but like, I am a huge advocate for medication. Yeah, absolutely. But Mm. that being said, like, I also am fully aware that it's Mm. not the right route for everybody. And like, Mm. and some people like just some people give it a try and it doesn't work for them. Mm. And like, Mm -hmm. and I'm open, I'm open to that, but I would never like, I just feel like people who are dealing with depression are already carrying enough difficulties that you don't we don't need to be shaming them for either taking medication or not taking medication it's no like, absolutely not the point is that mm-hmm. you just need to you just need to take care of yourself yeah and love yourself yeah whatever and, whatever step it may be towards dealing with that yes or i guess helping yourself yeah just take take that yeah whatever, however small of a step that may be because even that small step can seem monumental yes. when you're in the when you're in the thick of it, yeah, and dealing with it, absolutely, mm. that yeah. can be incredibly hard to do. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, like again, for me personally, mm. going on medication was so huge difficult. Yeah. It was a huge absolutely, step. yeah, because it's almost, I'd imagine it would almost be like, kind of like no turning back, almost. Yes, like, one, like yeah, once you're at that point, it's like okay, like. I am officially depressed if I take <laughs> yeah. if I I'm take medication. Officially acknowledging yeah. that this is a yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. and I'm one of those people. And like for me, I was just thinking like I'm weak. 
yeah. I can't do this on my own For because sure. I'm weak. And so mm. I have to go on medication, which is, mm-hmm. that's not the truth. It's no, not, not the truth. not at all in any way, shape or form. Yeah. But it totally, it totally mm. feels that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially the way that some people <clears throat> kind of shame it, I guess. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Like I've definitely, they, like I've had people that kind of reacted poorly towards yeah. me saying that I'm on medication and. It was definitely something that, like, um, like it bothered me because mm. it was kind of like, why does my going on medication offend you so much? <laughs> why, <laughs> even even before they get offended about it, why does it affect them? Right. Like, well, how is what, that? Like, how, is in in some... what way does this does your life collide with me being on medication? <laughs> Other than right now, yeah. me being a better person. <laughs> Because I'm on it. <laughs> me, me not smashing your yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. Because you can thank the medication. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So That's so funny. In what way does that path cross? Yeah, you make an excellent point. Mm. So I don't know why we give all, like we, some mm. of us just, we, I mean, I give myself a hard enough time about it. I don't need somebody no, else absolutely. to give me a hard time. Any, anybody who deals with depression, anxiety, any other mental illness, like, they give themselves more than enough shit on a daily basis. <laughs> they don't need anything from anybody else. Right? That's for sure. Right? They're, they have proven they are very capable of doing that all on their own. <laughs> all on their own. <laughs> Completely self-sufficient. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You're so right. Mm. Yeah. So, like, what then? Okay, for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, so you've been, you've been having some stuff with anxiety and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Can you, like... Do you feel like it is something that's tied back to anything in your past? Um, it's hard to pinpoint it because, like, I haven't necessarily had any like groundbreaking um, things like that I can fully point it on. But I know when I was younger, my brother—I actually have a twin brother. What? <laughs> Yeah. Which Just one of you am I talking bomb, to child. right now? No, we're fraternal, and he's a fair bit shorter than I am, so you'll definitely okay. know the difference. I didn't know. Okay, how many siblings yeah. do you have? Just him. He's Just my him. only sibling. Yeah. And it, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Boom. My. Yeah, no, just casually drop that in you there. You just casually yeah. drop that in there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, um, me and him are fairly different. He had gone through some really shitty relationships by the time he was really young. He was in with one particular girl that was just, she was very mentally unhealthy herself. Like she had a lot of mental illness okay. and not necessarily her fault. Her like home situation was not good in any way, shape or form. Um, but it kind of sent him down a path of a lot of anger towards everything. So like when I was growing up, there was a lot of him screaming and chucking things around the house, putting his fist through the wall, slamming doors and everything else. Yeah. Well, we're going, and that all really came to a head in high school, I guess. So like a lot of high school is me trying to do my thing, go through school, the little bit of studying every now and again with (laughs) between him having his moments, I guess. I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like it's a bad thing because he was dealing with it and that's, that's the only way he knew how at that point in time. Well, yeah, he's worked on it over time and he's gotten a lot better at it now. That never happens anymore. But at the time it was just so overwhelming that he didn't have another way to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to like shame that in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. So 
I guess a lot of it will kind of loop back to some of that that I know ne- I haven't necessarily kind of dealt with fully, I guess, because mm-hmm. I don't know how much I really fully talk about that and all that going on. Like all my friends knew it was a thing because they'd hear it. Or for instance, like my brother would be out in his truck screaming with his girlfriend and my neighbors could hear it and they were, they'd text me, I'd be inside. They're like, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, just another day <laughs> in the Gillis household. <laughs> it's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, and it was hard, especially dealing with my parents um, or just watching them go through it. Cause they, they, there was only one time that I heard my mom scream back at my brother and it was like a very calculated thing to do it. Like she kind of played him right into it and purposely screamed at him to get the reaction of basically getting him to like more or less leave the house Mm -hmm. and just kind of think about what he did. Mm -hmm. And then once he left and calmed down for a bit, he came back and was like, yeah, okay. I fucked up there. Mm-hmm. like that was on me so it was that was about the only time that I've ever it wasn't like it was just them screaming back and forth at each other it was them not letting him do something that he wanted to and then losing his mind wow um, I'm impressed yeah I am too I am very impressed they are definitely role models that's for sure I don't know that I would have been able to I don't know I don't, I don't know I would yeah. to either I don't know how either just have your son cursing and swearing at you and just being able to keep your cool yeah, that's uh, that's impressive. That's definitely strength of character. Right yes. There. Yeah. yeah. So um, I guess some of it would definitely come from that. I don't I don't really know where all of it comes from entirely. Mm-hmm. Just kind of showed up and was like, hey, I'm here to ruin your day. And I'm like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Top friend. <laughs> We're gonna, you're going to stay a while, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I better learn to deal with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Mm, so that yeah, I don't I don't fully know where that came from, other than something to do with that in a way through mm-hmm. different just the couple I don't know I'd say four or five years of that and dealing with different um, levels of anger on his part I guess mm-hmm. and working through that. So yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I have another weird question for you. Shoot. Okay. You seem like you seem like just a very level-headed, even-tempered kind of person. Uh-huh. How often do you actually just like get angry? Uh, I can count on one hand the amount of times I've like fully lost my mind. Like I definitely get frustrated, no questions asked, and um when I was at work, um working in the summer, the last couple of summers, I would get like frustrated more often, but no times where it was like fully out of like control anger. Like you just have to walk away. You're so mad and you're just kind of like shaking. There's only been a few times where that's like fully happened where I'm like really angry. But wait, Mm. so you're saying really angry to the point of walking away or really angry to the point of like losing it? Losing it, it, yeah, losing it, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wonder sometimes how healthy that is. Like, if it's healthier than we give it credit for. Depending on the method that you take it out in, I definitely think it is at times. Like, say, if you're so angry to the point you just have to go somewheres and scream for a while. Yeah. Sure. 
Go for it. Scream away. Go <laughs> ahead. Yeah. But the the side that I think will be unhealthy is like when you can't control it and then you start hurting the ones you love or right. just hurting random people, whatever it may be. Like you just get into a fight with somebody or something. Mm-hmm. That's when I think that it takes the unhealthy turn. Yeah. But if you can find another non-destructive way of doing it, <laughs> like not just running around punching holes in the walls everywhere. It's like, right. no, but I don't know if you just have to scream for a little bit, like, yeah, sure. Go, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. I've screamed in pillows. I don't know how many oh, times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good way to go about doing it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you got to do to get through it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. And like, you know, I've had like with my kids, I'll have mm. times where like I, I really, I value being patient with my kids. And yeah, honestly, mm. like I think that I'm pretty good at it, mm. but sometimes I think that it's almost to a fault because then it's like, I'm not showing them that their behavior would naturally make a person frustrated. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, sometimes it's like, and I think that could be true for the relationships that you have with anybody. Like Mm. sometimes it's just kind of like, okay, look, when you're going to behave this way, it's going to frustrate people. Yeah. Like, and Mm -hmm. so I wonder if there is a value to, getting frustrated and maybe not getting angry, like Mm. yelling or anything like that, but just showing frustration just to kind of be like, look, you got to cut it out. You got to cut it out. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And I can see where that, well, I can't see where that would come from. Don't have kids. So I don't fully know. (laughs) But what, what I guess my parents had always said, like whatever we were talking about, like, Oh, this parent's doing this, this parent's doing that. They were kind of like, yeah, there's no real like right, wrong or other way to do it. It's all just a different way of going about doing it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. at the time you're just trying to do what you may think is the best Mm -hmm. for the most part. Like obviously there's some times where it's like, okay, no, that parent's doing that wrong. Like they got to stop that right now. (laughs) It's not healthy. Right. But for the most part, I think like they're trying to do the best under the circumstances that they're in. Mm Mm-hmm. So like you said, like you have a kid tugging you in all different directions. Like it's kind of hard to do what people would say is the right thing. Like you probably just want to raise your arms up and start cursing. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like, get away from me. (laughs) Don't touch me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, that's definitely, that's a hard one that I feel like a lot of people are hard on themselves in both like I definitely see it in my friends and whatnot that are parents but just in general Mm. like it's kind of people try and put it to a black or white thing where there's so much gray in between yes (laughs) we gotta get more comfortable with the gray yeah you do big time absolutely and I think showing the showing other people and I'm sorry I keep bringing this back to kids Mm -hmm. but yeah but showing kids and, mm-hmm. and other people that it's okay to kind of deal with the gray and then be like, mm-hmm. oh, I know I did that wrong. It kind of helps them like be able to learn. Mm. Oh, absolutely. You know, like yeah. they're not looking mm-hmm. for someone to dictate to them what yeah. is right and wrong. Yeah. They're being no. willing to learn. Absolutely. And it's the ability to like fail or lose and learn something from it. Because say for me going through engineering in my first, I'm in my 
third year of classes, but fourth year of studies because I had to take another year because I was just getting my ass handed to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just getting yeah. beat around left, right, and center. Just it was it wasn't particularly fun for a while, mm-hmm. and I ended up failing one of my calculus two classes mm-hmm. and I was sitting in the exam about an hour and a half in flipping through the pages like yep I'm seeing this class again there is no way I'm passing <laughs> this right now I was like all right cool cool <laughs> Let, let's see what we're gonna do today let's just get on damage control here and see how much I can do but I had absolutely no question that I was gonna see the class again and sure enough I took a victory lap. I took a victory lap. I love that you referred to it that way. All right. So, but all in all, that's one of the best things I've done all the way going through university was taking that extra year and taking that time to grow and learn what I needed to do to succeed in school. Because had I not have... Like a lot of other people, they'd fail classes and they'd take summer classes and take extra course load to just try and push through had I done that, I almost guarantee I wouldn't still be in the program today. Almost guarantee I would have dropped out. Wow. And just from one class, it's only one. That's huh. all. <laughs> yeah. But it's still, it's one of the best things that I've done is just reducing the course load, taking it a bit slower and really just kind of figuring out like, okay, how can I do this? Mm. Like, How can I make this work for me? I love that. Not for how everybody else is expected to do it. That shows such self-respect. Yeah. Well, that took a while to get to, that's for sure. Because at first I was really ashamed of it. And it wasn't until, I don't even think it was the year after that that I really started to realize it. I think it was the third year when I expected to be miserable because all of my other friends that I had started with had gone. Mm -hmm. That I was like, no, this is actually a really good choice for me because I started enjoying it again. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. So it was being open to the idea of taking that fail and making something from it. And seeing it as an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just getting down on it and be like, no, I'm dumb. Which I did do for a very long time. Absolutely. I was like, (laughs) oh, God, I'm an idiot. I can't get anything right. And then Mm -hmm. it was actually in my third year, because second year still kind of, so I failed in first year, second semester. Second year was still kind of rocky for sure, but then it was when I was in a like much more reduced course load, and I had really gotten into like photography and some other healthy ways to kind of get that happiness back up, really. Mm. that um, That's when things kind of started to come together, and I started doing fairly well, and there was like this one class that is known as like a really hard class. It's like... Um, it's called mechanics of deformable bodies. It's, it sounds much fancier than it is. It's just things, (laughs) it's just things bending and what happens in them. So anyways, when I went into that class, I was like, I'm going to kill this class. This is going to be the class that I do well in. And sure enough, like I went in, studied and then wrote the test and like, I just killed one of the midterms. And it was like, when I got it back, I was so pumped. I just had to go for a walk and take a little victory lap again (laughs) for this and just calm myself down because it was so much more than just getting like a good mark on one test that wasn't even worth that much it was like the thought that like I can do this oh that's awesome yeah and just have that feeling so like however small that may be there were all the little incremental wins Mm. while also taking other losses at the same time to like work the way up to like 
yes, I can, I can do this. I can make this work and I can enjoy it. So I don't know. I guess I've just learned that definitely the hard way that failing's a good thing and getting knocked back. Yeah. I feel like right now you're describing how success looks. Yeah, in a way, in a I, way. I mean, the mentality that comes like that goes with success. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Being like able to successful people take the big. They have this mentality. Mm, I hope so. <laughs> we'll I see. I think so. Like we'll I've see. had the privilege of talking mm. with some people, like being able to talk mm. to people who we would, by society standards, call successful. Mm-hmm. And they have that kind of mentality. Yeah. You've got to have a lot of non-wins. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Losses. Yeah, 100%. And that's all part of it. Yeah. I had plenty of failed midterms to get my way <laughs> to that one good mark. <laughs> I had tons of those for sure. There's no doubt about that. And that was to no fault of my own and not knowing how to be able to get my anxiety under control. Mm. To the point where I could study again, because when you're, and I'm sure tons of people in university or, I don't know, just anything, like say if you're setting up to go do a bunch of tasks at the host that seems overwhelming, Mm. that you just get into like, oh my God, I have so much stuff to do. And then you get anxious about it. And then you think about like, oh, I have all these other things to do too. And then it's, again, it's just that snowball effect that it just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm. And you just have to, you just, you're, you're crippled. You just can't do anything. And then you go to the point where over time I've learned that like for me what works is I'm going to do this one task and that's a win. Boom. Okay, now I'm going to do this specific thing. Boom, now I have a win. Mm. Instead of just looking at everything in one open area and try and Oh, I'm going to do a little bit of this. Oh, I'm going to do a little bit of that too. And mm. just kind of really focus down and be like, okay, I'm going to do these things and these things only. Like I just, I can't make time for these other things right now and just work through it. I love that. It's, yeah, it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing, but that's kind of how I deal with it, I guess. Instead of looking at like a bunch of different aspects you just kind of focus on one thing. Yeah. In that moment. In that moment. Yeah. I like that Absolutely. because it's uh it's kind of dethroning multitasking. Yeah, I can't do that. It's not a real thing. No, it's not. <laughs> Especially like in like small circumstances I definitely can, but not in not in large. No. I mean <laughs> Like it's not healthy. I don't know. It's not at all. It's not at all. But like when you're say you're here, you have kids screaming and you're trying to, I don't know, do anything in the house, anything of any kind. Mm -hmm. It just, it's not going to (laughs) work. You know, I hated making supper. Okay. This is, this, Mm -hmm. this is going somewhere. Okay. I, for the longest time for years, Mm. I hated supper making supper and Mm -hmm. I thought that it was because I hated cooking Mm. and it wasn't until recently that finally my kids got more independent that I realized I actually enjoy cooking quite a bit yeah but the difference was the reason why I hated cooking so much was because 
it forced me into a situation where I had to multitask because I had the kids and I would have a child clinging to my legs and screaming the entire time that I was cooking. I can't even imagine that. And that's yeah, why I hated cooking. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I get stressed out enough when I'm just like cooking like normally because I'm like, oh, did I forget this? Oh, did I do that? Oh my God, did I forget this? That? Like, <laughs> I can't do it. I have to set out my checklist. Like I said, like I have to go down and be like, yes, I added the pepper. Yes, <laughs> I added the butter. Yes, <laughs> I added this. <laughs> Otherwise, I just get too confused and I just get out of it. You know, I'm just stressing out that I'm just an anxious mess again in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm just losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, yes, so you, I know. yeah yeah no, totally i don't know how you would possibly be able to do that with a kid clinging to your leg and not just i'd set the house on fire myself <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd, I'd forget the burner on and just <laughs> yeah. it's already hard enough for me to do that on my own as it is and that's just cooking for me <laughs> Like things that kind of demand multitasking kind of make you go crazy. Make no, me go absolutely. crazy. Yeah. Make me go crazy. Totally. Yeah. Even still. Mm. But I guess, I don't know. It's just kind of how life goes. It is. It is. And especially now you're more and more demanded to multitask yes. and do different things. Right. Yeah. Like you've always got your phone going off. Yes. And this person trying to talk to you or. Yes. Like, I mean, I know in school, most people have like a laptop, a phone. Some people have like an iPad as well. So you have like three different devices yes. in front of you that are just like demanding your attention to them. Yes. You can't do anything else but that. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's just, it gets you bum fuzzled. That it does. <laughs> <laughs> that it does. I love that's that a good word. Way to describe it. I love that, that is. word. That's awesome. I like it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, multitasking is the worst. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard, and some people are good at it. Some people. To a degree. It, to you a know, degree. it. Yeah, you know, some people mm. really do give the impression that they are good at it. That's a good way to put that. Give the impression. I like that. Thank you. Because you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Thank Mm you. I want to give that illusion. No, I don't. I don't at all, not at all, want to Mm -hmm. even give that illusion one day. Because then it would be like making other people feel like they should be able to do that. And I don't want to make people feel like they should be able to do something. Yeah, like they should or they have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. It is. Just do what... Do what works for you. Yeah, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Just do your thing. Be yeah. you. Be you. Do whatever. Do whatever you need to to get through. Yeah, that's I get totally through life. To get through life. Yeah. Like be yeah. healthy and take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself. Yeah. Be Absolutely. you. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So, mm. Graham, mm-hmm. I like to ask everybody this. Okay. What does it look to you to be mentally healthy? So I thought a lot about this. Okay. So I knew, <laughs> I knew, I knew that this was coming. <laughs> um, okay. So it's kind of what I was talking about earlier. For me, it's some form of improving. And that doesn't always necessarily mean that you're moving forward either. Like it has, you're going to have to take the steps back at some time and just kind of step back. But it's, 
it's whatever that little, like I said, that little win, like maybe it's getting that one thing off the checklist. Like maybe it's doing that load of wash that you've been putting off for four days now. And you have no <laughs> underwear left. <laughs> maybe like it, it can be anything that's tiny. Like maybe it's doing one more set at the gym, like whatever mm. it may be, all those incremental wins that all add up to something bigger and give you both a sense of like fulfillment and happiness or pride, I guess. Mm. Yeah. I mm. like that. So I think I think that's what it looks like to me. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. This is really I, nice. It is. I was incredibly anxious and nervous. I was like, what the hell are we going to talk about for an hour? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, and, it's and just And here like, we are. An hour is just gone. It's just It's amazing. Gone. And the anxiety's gone with it as well as that time went on. Woohoo! <laughs> I win. Not today. For today. Not today. <laughs> exactly. Or not this hour anxiety, maybe. Mm, yeah, it could be. I know I've had that before. Yeah, me too. Go to yoga, feeling nice and zen. Then <laughs> the second you step outside of the studio, it's just like anxiety's just lurking there for you. And it's like, <laughs> what's up, man? You thought I left, didn't you? <laughs> It's, no, it's like, like no <laughs> damn <laughs> i knew you were coming back <laughs> i know it's not hard? it's not fair it's not fair but anxiety not fair it's what you got to deal with right I everybody know, everybody i think has some form i think so whether it's mild depression mild anxiety any anything else for that yeah reason like i think everybody's dealing with some form nor do i think i want to be like this perfect person that sounds kind of boring to me yeah perfection yeah that's that's no fun it's no you don't have anything to work towards you don't have any goals that you want to like you you just don't have you don't have any wins you don't if you're perfect (laughs) (laughs) that's Amazing! If it's all wins, then it's no not any wins. Yeah, it's just normal. It's just and that's normal. That's just boring. And then it's just boring. Ooh, mm. uh, uh, that was really good. There you that go. That was really good. There you go. I think I came up with that on my own. I don't know though. <laughs> you never know. Like when you when you think you come up with something cool, and they're like, "Oh no, that 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 was here," and you're like, "Oh." Man, <laughs> I thought I was good. <laughs> I thought I came up with something yeah, brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know what? Mm. In this room, you are the first person to say that. Cool. I mean, like, I like since that. I've been living in this house. <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah, I, don't I, just, know. I just stole it from the, the ghost that's lurking here. They just, they really just came in and they really, gave that, yeah. They just gave mm-hmm. it to you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where that came from. That's where that came mm-hmm. from. Yeah. yeah, nothing's original. No. But, you know. Never. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Live with it. If nothing's Move original, on. everything's original. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Thank That's you so fun. much for coming out tonight. Thank you for having me on. It was awesome. We're going to have to do round two sometime. I'd have to say so. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. And, um, and to everybody who's listening, thank you so much for taking the time to listen this yes. evening. And... Uh, we just, we, you make this happen and we really appreciate it. 
And I just want you to know that wherever you are, remember, I'm sitting here loving you. So have a great night, morning, afternoon, evening, and I will be talking to you again soon. Bye.